Welcome back to episode 10 on this wonderful Saturday morning. Thank you all for listening to episode 9, Choufle. I am Gary, and I am here with my co-host, Bear, and Brandon. What? Oh, it's so simple. I just had my coffee this morning. I'm ready to go. He's ready to go. So we got this uh, all in here. Um, this is our first it is episode 10, but is it, it is our first all-wrestling show. Wrestling or wrestling? Wrestling. 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 So, thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Wes Anderson Music on Facebook and give him a follow on Twitter at Wes underscore Infinite. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider for Over the Line Sports Podcast. If you want to do business with them, mention Over the Line Sports Podcast and the owner, Brandon. Not the Brandon here, again. We'll give you a great deal on your clothing needs. And also, thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Check him out on Facebook at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. You can also call him or text him, 419-704-5471. They serve the Toledo and surrounding area. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast, and Sean will give you a discount on services. So the first thing that kind of happened this week that I was looking at, what are your thoughts on Renee Young being the first female announcer for Monday Night Raw? Uh, I think it's great. Um, yeah, Jonathan Coachman is leaving that. He's going to go do the uh, preview to the pay-per-views. Yes. So I think it's great. They're definitely getting her ready for the uh, Evolution pay-per-view. I wonder who's going to be her co-anchor or whatever you can call that. So we'll, uh, I think it's great. Um, she's getting. She was. She did good last week. Was her first week, I think. This week. Yeah, uh, this past week. Yeah, I listened. Or a few to her. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah a few she weeks was ago. On. Um, she's get, yeah, she's she's good. Uh, I knew she would be. Um, so yeah, I like to see who her partner will be for Evolution. People are saying Lita, but I also heard that Lita might wrestle. So I know Lita was doing the uh, or is still doing the uh, May Young Classic. I know she did it last year. I don't know if she's doing it this year. Maybe so. Uh, it could be those two that are announcing. But like I said, Renee Young might fight. So yeah, I think it's good. You mean I mean, Lita. I'm sorry. Uh, Lita. Lita might fight. So there we go. I thought that she had like a. I thought she couldn't wrestle because of a neck injury, or is that not exactly it? No, she, she was. Has... She came back. I think last year she wrestled in some um, independent uh, wrestling circuit or something. So, <laughs> so we'll. Uh, yeah, but no, she can still wrestle. Okay, I was just. I I didn't know if she couldn't be honest with you or not. Um, no, seriously though, I, I think that is really awesome. Obviously, going forward, you know, it's good to have a fresh voice in there, and you know, hearing her on the pre-shows. I didn't get to listen to her. She she was on Raw what a couple weeks ago, right? Correct. Yeah, no, didn't didn't listen to her then. Like I, said, I don't really, and not because of that. I just don't watch Raw or SmackDown much anymore. I do when I can. She's um, better than that Monday Night Football announcer. What's her name? Beth Beth Mowen. I cannot stand her. I didn't I think okay she. Her. I didn't think she was that bad. I think Brian Greasy was terrible, but I didn't yeah, think I didn't Beth think was, was that bad. bad. She's been doing college and, football and, for a long time. And it doesn't help when the game was terrible too. You know, this it's not is true. Not great. Yeah. To be honest with you, Tessa Tor and Witten, from what I got before that, weren't the best either. But anyways, past football, we already talked about that on Wednesday. Um, we, you know, I, I think that you know Renee will have a great. A great run here on Raw. I think she will. She needs to be the voice. They're obviously, you know, they've been in the women's movement and women's change. And it's not that they're just doing this to put her there. She's a good talent. She can talk. She has charisma. She can tell a story. That's what you need to do to be an announcer in wrestling. And she can do that. Um, And she's banging Dean Ambrose. So I guess. Well, yeah, that kind of helps too. But unfortunately, is Corey Graves still going to be there? 
Oh yeah, he's yeah. raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. He's, he's he, today's I, Jerry Lawler. I, I can't stand. No, I like he's Corey, not. He's not that good. I like Corey Graves. He's not as good as Lawler. I like Corey Graves because, you know, Jonathan Coachman. He he does a lot of different things out in uh, besides WWE. So it's interesting to see that he is out. And every time he would mess up, Corey Graves would call him out on it. So it was quite funny when Corey Graves plays that heel and calls him out when Coachman misses so many things. Oh, with Byron, too. They go at it. Yeah, he, he catches him on a There's certain things. times where he's not bad and has decent, but I think he, it just it just comes off that he tries too hard. I don't – Yeah. you know, a lot of these I people are – a lot of these people are, you know, they're good and they're smooth and you can tell. But it, when he does some of that, it's like – it, it sounds like someone's in his head going, try to be more heelish. You're not being heel enough. Be more heel. That's what I get when I hear him talk. Like well, you said, he's that's not, Vin, that yeah, would be Vince in his ear. <laughs> well, but that's what I'm saying, though, is that you shouldn't be saying that. You need to have that. Like Jerry Lawler, I guarantee they never said that. He was just a, he was just a natural heel. Heyman was a natural heel. Jesse Ventura, these guys are natural heels on the mic. Corey Graves, I just don't think he's a natural heel. And that's, you know, with the time and the day and the place we are now, there's certain things, you know, he can't do and he can't say, obviously, because of sensitivity and all this crap like he could say back in the day. So I cut him a little bit of slack. I still don't think he's the best. He's not the worst, but mediocre at best. Can he say puppies or no? I'm sure he could say puppies, but then he'd be stealing Jerry Lawler stuff. Yeah, you don't want to steal. But anyways, to get away from it, no, I'm I'm happy to see uh, you know Renee Young there. I, I think that she'll be you know she'll be very good. Obviously, yeah, going into the women's pay per view, give her experience on TV in front of a live audience of millions and millions of people. It'll be very you know very good for her. She already knows what she's doing. I, I think that it's it's pretty exciting for Raw. It should be. And um and 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 that's awesome. Good for her. And I'm I'm excited. I I probably will watch a little bit of Raw. You know, to to listen to her and 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 see how how good she is throughout an entire episode. It'll be tough to do with Monday Night Football on now, but you know. Yeah, she she does very well. It's it's, I, I think she is a great addition to that team, and you know Michael Cole, uh, Corey Graves, and Corey Graves. I don't know if you know much about him. He was he was a good wrestler, and then you know got injured. He's no longer allowed to wrestle. That's why he is where he is. They had a good story on him. Check it out on the network. Uh, very cool. Uh, seems like a cool, humble guy. He, I love that he gives him crap. Kind of reminds me of kind of a mix, what you were saying, of Jerry Lawler and JBL. Like, JBL had it. Jerry had it. I think Corey Graves will find his niche more, and, you know, as he has time. Michael Cole's had 20 years to do this. Give Corey Graves a, a few more. I think he'll find his way. And uh, I, I enjoy listening to him. So, with Renee, I'm, I'm happy to see her, like you guys said, and, and it'll be interesting to see how it goes in the future. Yep. So we'll get right into our Hell in the Cell preview picks, which is tomorrow night, I believe, correct? Yes, it is. All right, so let, let's just get right into it. Um, now, I want to switch this up a little bit because I want to. We, we had some things happen that I'm not too sure about, and I want to see if you guys agree. Um, we had some picks where we made a pick like AJ Styles is going to, you know, he'll win. So in my eyes, I'm thinking he's just keeping the title. I didn't even not think about a disqualification. So do we need to call that? So, again, let's say this happens again. AJ, I say AJ wins, but if Samoa Joe wins by disqualification, is that counting, or are we going to keep it how it is? I think we make it. A win's a win? Yeah, make it winner. Okay, that's that's fair enough. So, Hell in the Cell, let's get right into it. Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus Miz and Maurice. Uh, I'm going to go Daniel Bryan. And Brie? Yeah, and Brie. Don't forget the woman. Bear? Um. Yeah, that's probably going to happen, but I'm always going to pick the Miz. So give me the Miz and Maurice. I would love to see the Miz and Maurice, but I... 
Mm, give me... Ugh. I have Daniel Bryan and Bree here, so I'll just stick with it. Although I want to see Miz and Maurice. I don't know about you guys, but this is a great uh, feud. And uh, Oh, it's, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so I, I, I would love to see it WrestleMania. I think it was nice for SummerSlam, but WrestleMania... This is like a WrestleMania-type feud right here. I think well, it's pretty good. It, it'll probably be Miz and Daniel Bryan for the title. I think that would be awesome. I think yeah. that would be great. And uh, so on Tuesday at SmackDown uh, earlier this week... They're, they had the the last match was Brie against Maurice, and Maurice came back five months after giving birth, looked in great shape. And by the way, Brandon, I know I told you we, we talked a little bit last week about how Brie had her 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 baby belly weight from the stretch marks, like hanging out there because she had that extra belly. Did you see that she had an extra covered this week with that little neon green thing that was way over her belly button, so you couldn't see it. Maurice had hers first wide all, open and looked good. First of all, I just want to say that good. she Mar- might think she has a pregnant belly left over or whatnot. Brie does not have a pregnant. No, belly she looks left she over. looks great. Don't like, get me wrong, my but gosh. She, she looks great. Don't get me wrong, but she has that excess. It's not going to go away. It takes forever. Yeah. It's not going to happen. But she looks I, amazing. I know women, you know, think that oh my gosh, you know, I, I I don't want people like she's fine. She's still she's still good looking. Still looks better than my ex wife. So whatever. Um, we can we can get into AJ Styles and Samoa Joe next for the title, the the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Uh, another great feud. Uh, this has been going on ever since you know TNA a long time ago. Still going on. I think it's great. Give me give me Samoa Joe taking Samoa straight Joe straight up in a win, no disqualification, straight up win. Ah, you know I was gonna take Samoa Joe, figuring that both of you would take Styles. Um, now I kind of want to take Styles, but I don't think I'm going to. I think that um, Joe does end up winning this finally. I think, though, that AJ will get his rematch at uh, Survivor Series. Probably win it back would be my guess. Maybe. So Samoa Joe's my pick. Uh, I'm going with AJ, of course. Um, I don't think he loses it yet. I thought if he was going to lose it, it would be at a bigger event like SummerSlam. And, and That's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think. But now I think he's going to carry it. Like I said, he, he's going to carry it to something. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe all the way to WrestleMania. We'll see. I don't know if they'll do that to him. They may have him drop it to Miz at Rumble and have Daniel Bryan win the Rumble. I could see that happening. I could see that, yeah. Very easily happening. Drop it to the Miz. You know, some kind of cheap thing the ref doesn't see. Wins it at the Rumble. Bryan wins the Rumble. And, you know, they fight at WrestleMania. Give me AJ. Uh, next, New Day versus Rusev Day. Rusev and Aiden they, English they, against uh, the New Day. They are fighting on Rusev Day, but I don't believe they will win. I think uh, New Day. Yeah, I'm going to take New Day as well there. Um, it just seems like they always end up winning at some point, so give me New Day. New Day here as well. Next, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus the Raw Tag Team Champions of Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, who beat the B Team a few weeks ago. So, what do we think here? Uh, this is going to be a good match. Uh, I'm going to take um, Ziggler and McIntyre. They win by disqualification. You mean they... they? I mean, they lose... Okay, well, no. They keep the titles. They so keep the title. I'm sorry. Rollins yeah, and Ambrose yeah, win. yeah. So you're, so you're picking Rollins and Ambrose? Yes, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, give me the semi-shield as well. Same exact way, disqualification. Give me that as well. Did you like that, the semi-shield? Yes, the semi-shield. I like it. I like it. Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. 
Uh, man, again. Uh, really? You don't have to try to keep this as a long episode. No, I know. I know. know. Uh, give me Rhonda. Yeah, Rhonda is not losing the belt already. This is probably the easiest pick of the night. Rhonda. Well, I know we're, I'm we're, sure we're into plenty. True, uh, you're right. Alexa Bliss may win by this, but I don't think so. They've they've gone over this now for the whole entire time, so there's no way that yeah. I think Rousey wins clean, just like she did. It'll probably be another dominating match. So give me Rousey, Rousey clean here. Jeff Hardy versus Randall Keith Orton. Man, another great match. Uh, give me... Randy Orton's just been beating the hell out of Jeff Hardy. Um, give me Jeff Hardy. Give me Randy Orton by handshake. <laughs> Get these hands. Uh, oh, Randy Orton gets a lot of hands. Oh, yes, he does. Uh, Randy Orton by RKO. Out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. Do you think, do you think he gives us handshakes out of nowhere? He might. Just curious. Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. I want to say this is the match of the night. Give me, give me Becky Lynch. Really? Yeah. I would love to see it. Um, I am taking Bay. (laughs) I will also take Bears Bay, Charlotte Flair. And last but certainly not least, Roman versus Braun. Hell in a Cell cashed in. Again, I'll remind you the briefcase – Corbin has it. I don't know if he considers it cashed in um, for the championship. I would love to see Universal, Braun. By the I way. would love to see Braun Strowman win this, go back to a face. I think he's awesome as a face. Um, but I think they're going to find a way Roman wins. Um, I think that because this whole briefcase thing, um, however it is, like I said, I haven't been watching, so I'm just taking your guys' word on this with the briefcase. Corbin has it, whatever. I'm I'm thinking that you know, um, you know, something like it'll be some sort of disqualification, and there'll be some odd like turnaround here. I'm gonna. I think Braun. I think it's finally time to win the title. I think they're gonna pull it off of him, and Roman will probably win it at Survivor Series, or he'll win the Royal Rumble if they pull it off of him. So I'm gonna take Braun here. He's gonna get the title. Give me Roman, and I hope that Corbin or something comes with a briefcase, tries to cash in, and he'll get destroyed. Who'd you pick, Brandon? I picked Roman. Roman. Roman Reigns. I like to see a switch there, though. I, I would love to see Braun go back to a face. I know you were kind of making faces when I was saying that, but yeah, uh, Roman goes heel. I think that'll be. I think that would be good. It's fun that we're Not watch, we're watching the uh, the weather for today. It looks like it's going to be a high of eighty two today. For all of those that are wondering, it is currently about sixty eight degrees this morning. That's nice. I mean, it's you know, it's I'm, not hot. Brandon's not sweating bullets, so I'm not. I'm It'll be good. Looks, to, looks like next week's going to be nice too. I think on Wednesday he was Wednesday he was sweating baby bullets. <laughs> well, it it was supposed to be baby bullets, but Wednesday wasn't that bad. It's actually you know it was kind of cool. It was like sixty five. So yeah, I'm nice. better now. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy that you were better. Um, so hell in the cell should be good. We'll see what happens. Uh, could lead into some other things. We're going to see a lot of the shield. Versus McIntyre and Ziggler. 
uh, and, and they'll all make their appearance. That'll be the, and that'll be a Survivor Series yeah, match, and they'll add yeah. guys to their team. Did you see on Monday that uh, kind of Kevin Owens is starting to go with a face turn? Well, like I a mini he, face turn. I thought he quit, and then all he of a quit, sudden and then a week him. later he's back. He attacked yeah. uh, somebody, but it was like a heel thing. But now he's with Natty. Did you see what their team name is for that? Yeah, the mixed tag team pause. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say like Natty Daddy or something. No, <laughs> Natty that, Daddy. That was uh, that's what Brandon used to drink in college. That, that mixed uh, tag team challenge or whatever they call it. Yeah, I saw that. It was pretty funny. Yes, and uh, Alexa Bliss and Braun are tag partners again. So we'll get into that as well at some point. Maybe we'll cover the end. That's uh, it's not really that interesting to us, but uh, you know we'll see what happens. So uh, don't forget to watch Hell in the Cell tomorrow night. It'll be a, a good thing. I think it starts at seven with the pre-show. Is that right? Probably. Yes. I, I don't know to be honest with you. Um, obviously on the network, so it should be good. I will not. I will be watching Dallas. Um, stressing over Dallas tomorrow night. Maybe I'll have both TVs on. Maybe I'll put it on the small TV, but. I'll probably be watching more Dallas Giants than I will be uh, Hell in the Cell. We'll see. And don't d- don't forget to watch those Buckeyes tonight. They're going to beat up TCU. Uh, we'll see. They better. I don't have any other choice there. They don't have it. Because if not, then I'll just probably just put my head in a pillow all day tomorrow if Ohio State loses tonight. So. Yes. But at least Bay will bring you back when she wins. But I won't be watching. I'll be watching Dallas probably oh, yeah. lose, too. I'll be watching too. Dallas. No, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I'll probably be in bed by, like, 9.30. So, nerd. nerd. Oh, that's right. I can't I can't wait to text everything so you wake up and can't read your phone. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's get into the, the Jason debate that has now moved to this show. And it he gave us a lot of topics to discuss. I know I'm going to have to kind of lead this a little bit. So... His first thing was All In, which was the pay-per-view that Cody Rhodes put on. Uh, was it a one-time event and done, or will Cody become a promoter? What do you think? I think he's going to become a promoter. I think I think this – I didn't watch it. Um, I think this was the same one where – is this where uh, Jericho, Jericho attacks? Yes. Okay. I thought that was awesome. I love that rivalry, Kenny Omega and Jericho. I think that's awesome. Um, Cody Rhodes, when he was – who was he? Stardust? Yeah, when he was he, Stardust right before he left. I thought that was great when it first started. You know, tag teaming him with Goldust, you know, his brother. I think that was great. He was sick and tired of it. He was only doing it just because he was getting paid. He When he left, I mean, I, I he left. I don't think he, he was offered a contract, but he just left. He said, I don't want to do this anymore. So he went off. He's doing great things. He won the NWA, uh, I'm sorry, NWA championship, correct? Yes, he did. Yeah, just won it. His... Um, but, yeah, I think what he's doing there and his character is almost like, because, you know, his wife is also, his, his uh, wife was with him, is, is with him. Um, kind of like, I, I, I almost see it as kind of like a uh, Miz and Maurice kind of thing going on. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, he's, I think he's doing great things and I think it's going to happen again. Um, I to be honest with you, the only thing I really knew about this all in, I think what Conrad uh, Thompson was involved in it in some sort of way, right? Uh, I I don't know exactly. I know he was selling stuff for Starcast was the same, the was, same weekend. Was that the same? Okay, so that's yeah. why. So he was planning it around that. Got it. So it was everyone yeah. because of all in. That's why. Okay, gotcha. That yeah, makes it was sense. Like Starcast, they had all those events, and then all I've in been later that night. Or I've been day. slacking on my other podcast. I need to listen to, so I need to get back on that one and check all those out. But yeah, I mean, I could see him becoming a promoter, but I, I do really think he likes to be a talent, and you know, 
he did just win the NWA title, so why not keep that for a little while and, and keep doing that? Um, you can be a promoter and a talent. I know it's tough to do. Jeff Jarrett's done it, but, you know, Jerry the King Lawler's done it. I, I don't think he will. I think he'll be a talent for a little bit longer. Um, we'll see. I wouldn't be shocked if he did that at some point. But it wouldn't surprise me, you know, um, if he stayed if he stayed as a talent here for a little while longer. I, I don't know how old he is. Maybe we could get Stat Guy to look that up. I don't I don't know if Stat Guy wakes up at this time in the morning um, to even be here. Or maybe he's confused because this is a Saturday and not a Tuesday or Wednesday when we normally record. So we kind of threw him off guard. But maybe that's something that uh, if he wakes up or he'll just get to us next Wednesday, you know, that we can uh, check this thing out and see how old he is. I, I would imagine, what, 35 if I had to take a guess. Right. And um, so All In, do I think he becomes a promoter? Yes. But the All In was sold out. There was 11,000-something people there. And it, it in order for Cody to keep this going and keep the momentum, you got to keep all of these different um, – as I like to call them, minority, minority promotions brought together. I thought it was great. He had, you had NWA there, Impact Wrestling there, CMLL, um, which is Lucha Libre, AAA, which is also the same thing, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor. So if they can keep bringing these talents in, they could really potentially compete with the WWE. Well, and isn't he technically with Ring of Honor right now? Isn't that his where he's at? Well, he's NWA too, um, and I believe I'm pretty he sure has, he is. Yes, and uh, so they. The, my my issue with this was there was a lot of matches, and that's kind of the trouble that New Japan runs into a lot, and so does Ring of Honor. They have so many matches, but with an event like this and how many people they had, I can just run through some of these things for you guys. So uh, some of the commentators there, um, like Excalibur, do you remember him? He he was one of the he was one of the announcers, and uh, Tennille Dashwood. Do you know who that is? No idea. Emma from WWE. Oh yeah. Yeah, she was uh, for the women's match. She Australian. was. Yes, she was one of the uh, commentators. The ring announcer was Justin Roberts. We remember Justin from WWE. Oh, yeah. Follow him on Facebook. Referee, main referee, Earl Hebner. Shocking. Yes. Ah uh, yeah, because he's not allowed in the WWE anymore. Right. So um, some of the matches you had there, Frank, uh, Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky uh, beat the Briscoe brothers, Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe, in a tag team match. Oh, geez, I thought you were talking about. Yeah, I was like, I was like, wait, what? I was like, Jerry? Is he back? Gerald <laughs> no. Briscoe? No. And uh, and then they had. Uh, uh, it was a. It was called the over the but over budget battle royal, and the winner got to have a number one contender for the Ring of Honor World Championship. So Flip Gordon won, and he last eliminated. This is what I'm saying. Talent being there, Bully Ray, or as we know him, Bubba Ray Dudley. He was there. He beat him. Um, Christopher Daniels. I think a lot of you guys know who he is. Defeated defeated Stephen Amell. So that was uh, what's his face from Arrow, wasn't it? Yes. Or whatever? Okay. Uh, he beat him, uh, and then in another thing there, there was a four-corner survival match in which which uh, Tessa Blanchard won uh, against Madison Rain, Britt Baker, and Chelsea Green. Uh, Cody Rhodes, he won the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship and beat Nick Aldis. So this is what I mean. Cody had his wife, Brandy, DDP, and Glacier in his corner, and Tommy Dreamer, and uh, he beat Nick Aldis, who had Jeff Jarrett, uh, Tim Storm, Sam Shaw, and Sean uh, Davari. So, just a little, a few things for you guys to know. Jay Lethal, you remember Jay Lethal? Guess who was? No, no, because <laughs> yeah. he he always did the Macho Man stuff. Guess who was in his corner? I I have no 
idea. Just any guess. Uh, I just remember him doing the Ric Flair. Yes. Uh, and he came out. He used to come out as savage, like yeah. with, looking like Macho Man. Is he the is he the one in the in the 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 GIF or the meme or the video where woo, him and Flair woo, wooing yeah. back and forth? Yeah, right says, now. When you when your dog sees another dog or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he he had uh, when he used to be Macho Man. He had Lanny Poffo, the genius. Oh, Macho I did. Man's I brother, did. Yeah, I did hear about that in his corner. And he he uh, he beat Flip Gordon, who had won. Uh, the the battle royal to be the number one contender there. Kenny Omega he won his match and then at the end uh, when he was down when he beat uh, Pena L Zero um, he was down on the ground the lights went out and then it comes back and it looks like it looks like Pena is still laying in the ring but it was actually Jericho who comes up code breaks him everybody knew it was Jericho and then he said. He basically told him, I'll see you on the Jericho cruise. So called him out, said he'd see him there. It was awesome to see him there. And then uh, at the end, uh, you had Golden Elite, which is Matt Jackson, Nick Jansen, Nick Jackson, I'm sorry, and uh, Coda beat, defeated uh, Rey Mysterio, Rey Phoenix, and Bandito. So Rey Mysterio was there. It's cool to bring some of these old, old guys back together and some of the talent you see in Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan, all those guys. It's pretty cool what you see happening. It, it would be awesome if he can continue this momentum that he has built and with a lot of indie guys and with a lot of fans of wrestling who like to see these types of things happen and have something to watch other than WWE. We're always going to be fans of WWE, but it's good to see some other things come up. And I think if you, if you put them together separately, I don't think they have it. Together, I think they do. I mean, each each individual likes to watch their own kind of thing. Some people like to watch all of them, which kind of leads into another topic that he had was um, Impact Wrestling. Do you like or dislike it? Well, I think, kind of going off what you were just saying, I think what the WWE needs, they need competition. Because what did, what did we see back then? We saw the Attitude Era come. I know the Attitude Era won't ever come back, but, um, I mean, they had competition, and... WCW brought the best out of WWE. Now you just have these small now New World Japan. I know they're 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 getting big, um, and now we're transitioning to Impact Wrestling. I remember when Impact Wrestling started, or what what was it called before? It was called uh, it was TNA. TNA. Um, it was like watching WCW. I right mean, in 2003. I mean, you had Jeff Jarrett, you had Kevin Nash, you had uh, Scott Hall, you had Sting. Uh, Sting. I mean, he was he's he was Hogan. there. Yeah, Hogan. You had Kurt Angle, who was there longer than he was in his first tenure with WWE. So, um, I think, and and it was it was kind of sad not to see them really compete with the WWE. They never really never had no chance. Um, but. I used to watch it every once in a while. It was on Spike for a while, I think. And then all of a sudden, TNA just started slowly going away, going away. And now I think they're on, like, Pop TV or something. Or they're on, like, some website every Thursday. But um, going back to your question, which was what again? What about? Do you like Impact Wrestling? I I liked it before. I don't know anything about it now. Uh, Especially with AJ Styles gone. Samoa Joe gone. Um, who's the other guy? Uh, Adam Cole, I think. Adam Cole, wasn't he on there? And he's on NXT uh, now. Yeah, he's on NXT. Who's the other guy? Eric Wright or whatever. The, the, uh, EC3. Um, yeah, sure. The guy that's with... Uh, Jeff Jarrett. Yep, got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was it. No. Um, Eric, Buff Bagwell. No. Is his name Eric Young? Eric Young, yeah. Yeah, he was, on, he was in TNA. Uh, now in NXT or no, he just got bumped up to W uh, SmackDown. 
So with uh, what's their name? Can't even think of their name. Sanity, yeah. sanity. There you go, sanity. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I used to like it back then. I mean, I don't like, I don't watch it now. So. Um. Yeah, I don't think I really ever watched Impact Wrestling. Occasionally, um, when it was the uh, old six style ring, where they have six corners or whatever. Yeah, that was probably the last time I watched it. Other than that, I have no idea what channel it's on. Never really cared. So no, I didn't. I hope that eventually, though, they do get bought out. I know there have been some good matches, so I hope the WWE does buy them out at some point, gets that uh, library onto the WWE Network, because I would like to see some of that stuff. But, yeah, I never really cared for that, to be honest with you. So I pass on me. Yeah, they are um, currently owned by Anthem Sports and Entertainment, um, which is the, the parent company. Uh, Anthem Wrestling Exhibitions, LLC, if we're being technical here. Um, the company, it, it kind of sucks. Jeff and Jerry Jarrett found it in 02, did some great things with it, and then it just kind of ran its course. And, and, you know, unfortunately, they were paired up with NWA in the beginning. Uh, recently, in June and to September of last year, quickly, they were uh, Global Force Wrestling when he had Global Force Wrestling as well, Jeff Jarrett. And, uh, and then it kind of just split off, and he went his own way. And you had Dixie Carter, who was the president for 15 years, while she was there, Hogan, you know, he was there for uh, um, in 2009, and then he was Flair like a, was there. Yeah, he was a consultant yeah. until 2013, and he had a lot. Kurt of Angle, power. I mean, yeah, they had a lot of Bish- stars there. Bischoff, Bischoff was, was there. there. Yes, Bruce they, Pritchard, Pritchard was there yeah, for a little bit. They they had a lot of a lot of people, and it just didn't work because I, Dixie Carter pretty much ran into the ground for the most part. She's not a wrestling promoter. They even brought in uh, Bro Vince uh, Russo. They even brought yeah. him in for a little bit. Yep. Yeah, they almost brought freaking Brandon in once. That's how desperate they were for people. Yeah, he did work I turned him down though. <laughs> <laughs> the, money, the money wasn't there. You uh, that that nine hour work week schedule really too busy for you? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he he couldn't make it happen. He's like, I want Hogan back, all of him, all of Hogan. I put which, Ric Flair. Which in one, a, Terry uh, or Hogan? Hogan? <laughs> the thermos or just Terry? <laughs> <laughs> Terry Balea. Um, so I thought you were talking about Terry uh, Reynolds there for a second. For me, it, it, it's it, it's okay. Um, that, that is the correct TNA. You're right. It's okay. I, I like to see more of the all-in stuff where they bring all the guys in from different promotions. It's fun to watch, fun to see. So, I mean, it's not for me right now. It's kind of taking a backseat to New Japan Ring of Honor for me. So, yeah, uh, Jason, I don't know if you like this or dislike this. I mean, it, all of us, it's it's whatever. I don't even know what channel it's it's on anymore. I, I I have no idea if it's just an internet show, a YouTube channel. I think it's literally on, like, Pop TV or it's on a website. Well, yeah. Yeah, no thanks. So, next, uh, does Strowman's catchphrase, get these hands, have anything to do with Randy Orton? <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys talk on this. I I don't. Uh, sorry. I mean, sorry. Hey, Brandon. Look, Mr. Fuji. Bear. Yeah. What do you think? This. Do you think that this uh, this has anything to do with Randy? I'm pretty sure that if Randy tried to do that to Braun, uh, Randy wouldn't be whipping anything out of his pants for a while because Braun would rip it right off. Um, I don't think that Randy would want anything to do with getting Braun's hands. That's just my opinion. Well, I I wish that it, when Randy came out, you know, the whole Viper thing and. When he talks on the mic now, I wish get these hands was his catchphrase and not bronze. I think that would be amazing. It would be fun to watch and just knowing the rib now. Uh, and that would be nice. They, that. they could do that and then turn right back to the Attitude Era. Oh, that would be amazing. It would be like the best turn ever. 
It, it would be. And uh, so, you know, no, I don't think it has anything to do with it, but it's a fun thing to discuss. I do, Jason. I do. Yes. So, uh, Brandon, I'm sorry Mr. Fuji left. So we need to know who he did. Who was your favorite ECW wrestler? Who is my favorite ECW ECW, wrestler? ECW, 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 ECW. Original. ECW. Original. Original. So nobody that really Bob, Bobby Lashley does not count. No. Kane no. does not count. No, no. Big, Big Show, Show does no. not count. No, no, no. Vince does not count. No, if I'm if I'm if I'm picking somebody, I mean you got Sandman, you got Sabu, you got Tommy Dreamer. Uh, Tommy Dreamer, of course. Um, yeah, I was gonna say RBD. I, you know what? Screw it, RBD. The whole effing show, Mister Monday Night, Mister Pay Per View. RVD is definitely my pick. Um, I always have been a big RVD fan. Um, just to just to get Jason, you know, excited about this. If I have to pick a one B. As RVD would be my one A, my one B um, would probably be. Ugh. I you know what I really liked, even though he was crazy Sabu. Uh, I hate, hated the way he wrestled and watching some of his matches. It almost makes me cringe, and it's hard to do. But <laughs> why? Well, I I think Sabu, you know, being the homicidal, genocidal lunatic or whatever the hell they called him, I I really I thought he was cool, and the way he came in, you know, turn all the lights off, you just coming in the middle of the ring, pointing to the sky, that was pretty cool. Also, Rob Van Dam. I mean, nobody touches him for me. They get those hands, whatever you want to say. Nobody can touch him. RVD all the way. Nothing there. The guy could still wrestle today. And, you know, we're talking 20, 25 years ago when he was in there. And I I just think he could still pull it off yeah. if he had it there today. He's so stoned anyway, so it's not like he's going to get hurt. So it's okay. He's always stoned. But um, I want to, before we go into the next uh, Jason question here, just to go over, I think um, Tuesday was Paul Heyman's birthday. And we had a little text exchange back and forth. <laughs> and and I asked uh, Gary and Brandon, um, since I saw it on the Twitter device, um, that Paul Heyman's birthday was Tuesday, I think it was. It was either Tuesday or Wednesday, I can't recall. I'm pretty sure it was Tuesday. Tuesday. And I saw his age on there, and I was like, there's no way that's right. So I asked, I texted him, and I said, well, "How? it's Paul Heyman's birthday. How old do you think he is today? And Brandon came back first and said, 54, question mark? And Gary came back and goes, 60? Uh, and I said, or I didn't think he was any, you know, jokingly said, oh, is he freaking 70? But to be honest with you, if I had to guess, there was no way in hell I would have bet a lot, not my life, not my house, but a lot that he would have been 60 plus, you know? And he is, he turned 53 years old and the man looks like he's 112. <laughs> and he's looked like that for 15 years. So I'm sitting there doing math in my head like before 40, I mean, he he was rocking the skullet then, and he had to shave it off before fifty because he's had the little skullet, you know, yeah, he has. He, he for a rid- couple of years, right? So, so for fun, how old do you think Danny DeVito is? Just take a guess. Seventy. Danny DeVito. Let me say. Wow. You mean Danny DeVito or Frank Reynolds? Frank Reynolds. How old's Frank Reynolds? <laughs> Oh, man, he was in Taxi, so I'm going to say 60. No. <laughs> you would say I'm that. Gonna say, I'm going to say 73. It's been 30 years, almost 30 years since he was in Batman. Uh, 73 is the correct number. So 
he looks better, and why I say him, he looks better than Paul Heyman. And he is 73, and he he's is... 20 years older than Paul he Heyman. He is kicking I, around. He was 20 yeah. years old when Heyman was born. He's kicking around Frank Reynolds, doing his thing with... Always with, sunny. Yeah, with, with Dennis and, and Mac and Charlie. The and, gang. And the bird. And, uh, stupid so, bird. <laughs> stupid yeah, bird. Yeah, I, I watched his little... I watched his documentary on... So I knew he was young. That's why I didn't look it up, but I knew he was kind of young. Um, 50, you know, four, I said, but he's 53. Um, I mean, he was, he, he grew up in what, New York or something. He, he was talking about how he used to drive, um, uh, Freddie Blassie around. Classy he, Freddie yeah, Blassie. Yeah. Like around when he was at Madison Square Garden and stuff. So I just thought that was kind of crazy, but yeah, I didn't, I mean, 53 or whatever. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, um, the last thing that Jason had for us was what advice would you give to WWE if you were asked? Uh, this was, this was, this was tough. Yeah, this, um, was tough. this was very tough because there's, there's a lot of things, you know, and rationally thinking, not rationally thinking, however you really want to put it. I mean, for me, like you said, I'm always, I'm a huge mark for the attitude era. I, I know that it was long ago and it'll never come back. Um, so to give two pieces of advice, piece, piece of advice number one would be you know you can open it up a little bit and they have been recently there are times where they get on the mic and it opens up a little bit you don't have to be totally kid friendly i understand that you know you get merchandise sale more merchandise sales probably from all the kids than the parents i would imagine but the attitude era was big for a reason and that's because they brought out people and you know they sold a lot of merchandise to the 18 to 35 year old demographic it was huge and i'm not saying that it would still be the same way now we're in a different time than we were 21 20 years ago when the attitude era started so it'd be hard to do but i'd say you you know you don't have to go crazy we don't need brawn panties matches none of that i'm sure jason would get excited about that on divas um, if he saw any of that, just with Sasha or whoever the hell is flavor of the month is this month. But, um, you know, I think that I, th- I really do think that tuning it up a little bit more would be okay. My second piece of advice, uh, just do something with Roman Reigns for the love of God, anything, get rid of him. Um, I shouldn't say get rid of him cause he's still good to be there, but turn him heel, do something you know, take the belt back off of him. Put him in a better feud. Stop putting him back with the shield and back with the same people. Or put him in the shield here for a little bit and then turn him back on the shield again. I think he did that, right? That was Seth. Seth did. Okay, perfect. So have Roman do it and turn on both of them and then have, you know, Ambrose and Rollins in a handicap match and, you know, make Roman the heel there. I, something like I don't know. I'm just getting sick and tired of seeing Roman getting pushed the wrong way. I think he can be pushed the right way. It just hasn't happened yet. Unfortunately, what I think I've, they're overthinking the Roman Reigns situation. Like the, I know there's talk of of Dwayne coming back for WrestleMania to potentially fight Roman. What I see more or less happening because The Rock, um, you know, he's he's so much into Hollywood now, and he's going to have uh, Hobbs and Shaw coming out next year, which is going to be awesome, by the way, uh, with Jason Statham. And so what I can kind of see happening is that. 
Ambrose and maybe Rollins are going to turn on Roman. Which eventually. makes them heal, though, which makes and them still heal, keep which I, Roman face. Which I hate because they would do it this way because there's no way Rock's going to come be a heel. No. So I could see it doesn't mean he can't be. A, right. He could be a heel, but there, they wouldn't do it. No, that would never happen. So it would be Rock and Roman against uh, against Ambrose and Rollins at WrestleMania. So advice, Brandon, what would you give them? I mean, Bear kind of stole mine, uh, making Roman a heel. Uh, I think that scenario is great. Him turning on the shield that would be amazing. That's a great way to make him heel and uh, make him a heel. I know they kept on, they keep on putting him back in the shield because the shield was so popular and the shield would get so many, um, uh, you know, crowd noise and everything. So they think, hey, let's put him in the shield. You know, let's build him up even more. He's the champion. You know, we'll we'll give the tag team titles back to the shield. We'll make him huge, and you know, everybody will love Roman again. That's not going to happen. Make him a heel. Have him turn on uh, the shield. I think that would be great. Uh, my last piece of advice I would give to them. Um, make Stone Cold the general manager of Raw, and then I'd be happy. <laughs> no, not going to happen. Um, advice, same thing, uh, basically around Roman. Stop pushing him down our throats. Make him a heel. I don't want to see him face being pushed down my throat all the time. Take take the strap off of him, whatever. And uh, and what if they put the strap on him? If they put the strap on him, Brandon would enjoy that. So if that happens, that would be okay. Um, but Fuji's back. I, I want I want to see if Roman keeps the strap. Be a heel. Have him turn on the shield. I don't care. But what I see more than likely happening, ninety nine percent sure, is that those guys or Ambrose is gonna turn on uh, Rollins. I could see Ambrose turn on Rollins too and potentially fighting at WrestleMania or Royal Rumble or whatever. Um, but I, I would also like to see people keep the their championships a little longer. I don't think they keep them long enough. I mean, I feel like every time I turn on Raw or SmackDown or a pay-per-view, they are just taking the titles off people. So, I mean, that that's just what it is. And, and there's nothing I can do about it. And puppies, man. Jeez, puppies. That's what I'm saying. And uh, that, uh, puppies. So the, yeah, and then I, I wouldn't, I would also not mind seeing, you know, with Vince kind of staying behind the scenes now, I'd, I'd like to see him come out a little more. And I would love to see, I know it won't happen, but I'd love to see Triple H kind of really side with NXT and see an invasion angle done right with NXT invading WWE. I think it'd be interesting to change things up. A lot of people want to see some of those guys on NXT. Adam, You could have Adam Cole, you have Ricochet, you have Velveteen Dream. EC3 will probably be called up anyway, any, sometime soon. But we kind of saw that with Nexus. Uh, and But they blew, they blew that, and they had a terrible slogan. And <laughs> If you're not Nexus, you're against us. Yeah, exactly. I, absolutely terrible. I can see another thing happening is... First of all, where's where's Shane McMahon been? Shane McMahon didn't he get hurt or something like Did that? He? I want to see him well, come K- back. Kayfabe hurt. I want to see him get. I want to see him come back, and I want to see him in Triple H at WrestleMania. No, no, stop. No. Sorry, sorry. No, we can, you can't sorry. just keep having Shane come back and no. Sorry. Just like if, uh, you know, HBK and... Is this thing on? I, I, I don't know if Brandon... Did, did that really just happen? Yes, it did. I'm sorry. No, just like if Just like if HBK and Taker fight again at us, I don't want to see it. I don't. You're always going to have that match where they're going to try to bring back people and... But they don't need and, to. Triple H and Shane don't have a feud. That makes no sense. They're, they're fighting for yeah. the company. That, that's how they would do it. 
fighting over their brother company because they find there is there is no kfab there is legit heat there with shane coming back and and you know triple h and stephanie pretty much having control of the company it doesn't work though but shane, it, no one's gonna boo shane no one's gonna boo triple h that's well, people can, no, people yeah, boo people Triple H because he, he can be do the heel, heel but there will always well, they be would because they bring on. they would because they'd bring Stephanie out. Yeah, absolutely. That's, it. that's, that's the only way to get them correct. to boo. They love the last time he came out to announce whatever uh, to announce the what what's the, what are they doing though? Super Showdown. Yeah, the Super Showdown. When he came out and announced that, that he's gonna you know fight Taker again. I mean every and that was before well, he announced he, it. He came out and a, a, everyone pops. Just well, like he always. still he still he got some booze this week um, or uh, earlier this week on Monday. He did get some because he he kind of called out Taker for what he did with Sean and you know saying this whole pride thing and everything else and basically saying it, it's himself that he doesn't believe in all this and he's gonna end it and make him look how he is and then it had like a. It felt like my it was a screensaver on my TV that it just stayed on Triple H's face for like ten seconds, close up, extreme close up on his face. I'm like, all right, I'm done looking at Triple H. I don't need to see this anymore. So, would you have a problem if Triple H fought HBK? If HBK came back for one more match, I think that would be no, where you need to go. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see Taker. I want to see HBK and Triple H. That's exactly what I want to see. So, what's the difference between HBK and Shane McMahon? They're both great performers. It's Stop HBK. It. Stop. It's well, I know it's HBK. Of course, HBK, HBK is totally better than, than Shane McMahon. But I'm telling you right now, I think that'll still be a great match. I'm sorry. You guys can lower it, your heads no, no, and look no, down it, and call me an idiot all you want. I'm not going to call you an idiot. I think that's would still going to be a would great it be match a good, if it happens. Would it be a great match? Sure. Do I want to see it? No. Would Taker and, and Shawn Michaels be a fun match? Sure. Do I want to see it? No. If I'm going to see anything, I would love to see, I don't know what three guys you get to do it, but I would love to see the era, Taker, Triple H, Michaels, have all three of those guys fight somebody in a triple threat. Or not a triple threat, but three-on-three match. I mean, you don't know what Taker can't carry a match for 15, 20 minutes anymore. Triple H could. And HBK, yeah. we don't know. He, I'm sure he could, but he hasn't wrestled in years. You know, it, it's been, what, eight years since he's wrestled? So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just don't know. I, I don't. I don't see it happening. Would I like to see it? Could I? Do I think they could do it? Absolutely. But I, I, my fear is I could see them doing WrestleMania 35, Michaels against Taker, for whatever reason and for whatever they're going to do. I don't know if you saw this. I, I did see some things that they said that if they do get Michaels to come back, he would make $2 million for one match is what they're Jeez. offering him. So It's a lot of money. It is. And, and, you know, he's well off. Because he knows how to manage his money, and he, he's doing some great things. He moved to Florida. He used to live in San Antonio, Texas. Yep. He lives in Florida now. So do I see him coming back? Sure. But he has a Legends lifetime contract, essentially, to come back at any time they right. need him. Right. And he does. But, you know, we could talk about this for days. I, I don't I don't need to see Michaels come back. As much as I would love to see Michaels, he's my number one favorite wrestler of all time, I don't want to see it. I like the way he went out. It, it's done. It's over with. Moving on. You know, so yep. um, I can I, I can agree from both ways. I mean, yeah. I can. Do I want to see him? Hell yeah, I'd love to see him wrestle one more match. He's 54, 55 years old, something like that. Now yeah. he's older than Heyman, so he yeah, went that way. <laughs> True. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't know. Um, Jason, keep uh, keep us some more topics next week. I like that you gave us four or five this week. Uh, keep it keep it coming. I I enjoy them. Try to, and it's no offense to these guys, uh, I, I kind of try to keep up as much as I can with other wrestling promotions. We want to keep it 
pretty central to WWE. Yeah, I mean, you can do WCW back in the yeah, day, anything. stuff like that. Get Bring topics from the past. You know what? Give us a pay-per-view yeah. that we could look at and research and kind of do our things. Straight what do we think about Bruce and Conrad on that. Yeah, yeah we can start doing that. Yeah, we'd, we'd need, uh, you know, you'd have to tell us early. Uh, early. I know you'll hear this on um, Saturday. Yeah, uh, we have we have plenty of time though. Yeah, you'll hear him on Saturday. He'll get me. He'll get me. He'll get me his you know review Monday afternoon. Okay, so yeah, yeah you, you'll he'll hear, hear it later today when we put it out. Yeah, so he'll hear it on Saturdays, and sometimes depending on what it happens, we might have to record on a Friday. You know, and it might go out Friday night. We'll see. It just depends on what we have to do during the week and mm-hmm. and what happens on the weekend. You know, we've got college football, so we're trying to get this done early in the morning. We we all want to watch college football today. Notre yep. Dame. You know, hopefully they cover, um, but we will see. And uh, uh, just keep it coming, man. Just give us. I, I'm I'm totally all for a pay per view. If you give us a pay per view, ask us questions about it. Do whatever you want. Give us other topics. You know, not just a pay per view. I'd be okay if you gave us a pay per view each time. I don't yeah. care if it's WCW, WWE, what have you. Ask us what your chances are of uh, ever dating Sasha Banks, which is zero. <laughs> which I'm sorry to hear that. I, I was really pulling for him to be able to date Sa- Sasha Banks. So, um, kind of similar to what we did with sports on Wednesday, that we had our best and worst moments in sports, we're going to do best and worst moments in wrestling. So, Brandon, what was the worst wrestling moment for you that you ever had? Does it have to be a match? It can be whatever you want. I guess. Except a a death, I thought. Except a death, yeah. It can't be Owen Owen Hart's death. No. Um... Or Eddie's Man. or Chris. I, I, I kind of struggle with this one, but I guess just, uh, I mean, I'm going to keep it simple and just stone cold, you know, not wrestling anymore. I'm sorry. That was, yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's all you got? That's it? Yeah, I, this, yeah, it was hard for me. I, I, yeah. Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. Probably. <laughs> yeah. He won't no. tell us. He, he he's just sitting there. He's like, <laughs> crack, crack, smashing beers together. <laughs> so sad. I'm crying out by you Miller Lite. Prob- probably left one down on the sidewalk or in his living room or something. <laughs> yeah. This is for you, Steve. He took off his Stone Cold shirt, his jacket, his laid it down. <laughs> laid, it, laid it there. That's right. It's still there in the center of his floor. <laughs> I, I remember seeing it when Notre Dame kicked the shit out of Michigan State last year. When I was at his place, that was awful for me. To oh, be. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Bear? Oh, man. Sorry. Should have really drank more coffee this I morning. I should have had more coffee this morning. Um, let's see. The worst wrestling moment. You know, I, I thought about it, and I like you said, it's it's hard to think of, like, the worst wrestling moment because, like you said, at the end of the day, it's still, um, you know, it's, it's staged, it's fake, whatever you want to, whatever you want to put it as. But, um, you know, like match-wise, I would think that, um, when was it? Oh, no, I can't remember now. O two. 2 whenever HBK came back. You know, I was still in it then. I was 11. I was still deep into wrestling. And, and this was before, this is when I still thought it was real. 11 years old, granted, you know. And, um, you know. It's still real to me, damn it. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> Calm down, son. <laughs> Go wrestling. Um, but it was when, you know, Triple H, or I'm sorry, when HBK came back and he went to go, you know, he was buddies with Triple H and they were together and everything. And we knew that he had his back problems or whatever. And, and Triple H came and just destroyed him. And I was sitting there and I was like, 
he's going out on a stretcher. Like, this isn't good. Like, what's going on? This and that. And, you know, like you said, when you're a kid, you're, you know, you don't think about these things. But, yeah, going through that, that was probably one of the worst, um, maybe most, the ones that I should say that I remember just thinking, God, I, I hate Triple H. I hate him for doing this. And, um, you know, one of those things. I think another one was when he beat Goldberg at Hell in a Cell or something. I think it was Hell in a Cell. What you just what said kind of what you just said kind of brought back a memory that just popped in my nope. head. We passed you. Um, buried a live match against Undertaker and Stone Cold. And again, I'm 12 years old. This is like 99, 98. I was 13 or something. And, you know, I still thought it was real. It was still real to me, damn it. Um, Undertaker buried Stone Cold alive. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, he just he buried him alive. Like, Stone Cold's never coming back. So I, I guess you can kind of say that's another one of my worst moments. But, uh, yeah, I was a kid. thought, oh, my gosh, just buried him alive. He's never come back. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, my worst wrestling moment was when my childhood ended, and I was with you two gentlemen, was when HBK lost to The Undertaker and his career was over. I felt like a, a part of me died on the inside, part of my childhood. You know, that was 2000, so that would have been eight years, that would have been 2010, was that yep. when that was? Yep. And I started watching Sean in 1994, so for me, that was tough to, to see happen, and oh gosh, it, it was terrible for me, part of my childhood ended that day, and uh, it, it was rough to see, because I remember sitting, we were all sitting at uh, the ex-wife's parents' Yep. And watching it in the living room, and, and they have a, a large living room, and we were just sitting there, and Brandon, I remember saying, there is no way HBK loses here. No way. And we just, we were silent. We couldn't believe it. You know, we wanted to think that HBK could get it. I thought he was going to get it at 25, not 26. I thought HBK had him. The build-up to that was great, and the build-up to 26 was great. They didn't replicate 25. Granted, it was an amazing match, but they couldn't duplicate what they did at 25. That's why I don't want to see it at 35. Um, they let 25 and 26 be what they were. 25 was one of the greatest matches in WrestleMania history, and 26 was just you know Shawn Michaels' final match. Let that be his final match. But for me, that was the, the worst moment for me. Brandon, best moment. Best moment. Uh, shockingly, it does not involve Stone Cold. Well, no, I guess no. Oh I'm my sorry. God. I'm sorry. It actually kind of does. Um, when Mankind won the title in 1999 <laughs> Raw? on Raw, January 4th. Foley's um, baby yep, boy. <laughs> he was facing The Rock. Stone Cold came out, absolutely obliterated The Rock with a chair shot. <laughs> Threw uh, Mankind in there, got the pin. He started running around. Um with the bell and I actually fell victim to that. I was watching WCW and of course WCW back then. And they ruined it. Used to say used to away. go used to give it away. And I was like, well shit. I mean McFoley's mankind's about to but win the belt. That, that was dumb on their part it because was, people switched it was over. Four hundred thousand viewers changed That's, the channel. That was that was the last time actually no that wasn't. It was the week before. That was their eighty fourth week because they led for eighty three weeks. That was the week that they lost the ratings. Yeah. Um, really for the first time in eighty three huh. weeks. Yep. That yeah. was that because they told it's them Bischoff's to switch fault. over. He's the yep. one that called that too. Or yeah. no, was it Shivani? Well, Bischoff, Bischoff told Shivani, told Shivani to say but Shivani made the call. Yep. yep, Shivani made the call. Yeah, yep. so that that was my favorite. I turned the channel over, and of course, he ended up winning. 
And like I said, Stone Cold, you know, killed the Rock with a chair shot, um, which <laughs> was true. I which still was, remember he that. Kn- he knocked him right to Hollywood. I mean, he he did, <laughs> he like awesome. he like he did a dive yeah. with the chair. It was amazing. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, it was awesome. So that that's my favorite moment. Bear. Um, I think my favorite moment ever. Oh man, that's tough. One of my favorites. Definitely was when Cena beat Big Show at WrestleMania 20. Um, probably my favorite pay-per-view of all time. Um, that was I was a big Cena fan. He didn't do anything. He he kept kind of getting beat by the Big Show in crappy ways and just couldn't beat him on SmackDown through the last couple weeks and the build-up to Raw. Um, you know, he was still he was the cool heel kind of like Stone Cold was. You know, he was still technically a heel, but turned and everyone hated the Big Show came out did his rap that day um ended up winning with a uh brass knuckle shot it was when he had his custom knucks on um hit him with that gave him the f5 which is something you haven't seen also in a while um it was one of those things that probably hasn't happened since you know yokozuna and um you know yokozuna and lex luger so it was one of those that you know someone picking up the big show he couldn't do it couldn't do it couldn't do it and ended up doing it. Ended up beating him for the uh, U.S. title by cheating. It was awesome. Loved it. That was that was one of my top for sure. Did he have hair then? Still, Big Show. Um, I think he did. Yes, that was when he was in like that awkward. He was wearing like the dark jeans, the black oh, okay. jeans. Yeah, yep. it was that with his with his top, the, with the his white beater or whatever. Yeah, yeah, really, really odd. Um, that was up there, and then. You know, of course, uh, Stone Cold winning his first Royal Rumble, which isn't, um, you know, isn't something that I've watched being six years old. Um, but you know, watching it on the network, it's I love watching it. His his him rolling through everybody in the Alamo Dome, and then his expression when Bret Hart comes out is amazing. Go back and watch that on the network. Ninety-seven Royal Rumble, absolutely awesome. Just dominating everybody, dominating everybody, and then he was in that feud with Bret Hart, and Bret comes out, and he has like the best puts his hands on his head like oh shit you know thing gets thrown out comes back in and still wins that royal rumble so it was fun those are my, those are my two uh best wrestling moment for me i'll let you guys take a guess at mine um i have no idea i would say hbk in the closet with sunny the broom closet when when the click watched the door pretty pretty close oh, okay <laughs> but not legitimate. Over but, the uh, bathroom counter with the lipstick? That's a close third. Press conference. I was uh, <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. It would be HBK. Figured. Yes. There's so many HBK moments, it's tough to pick. And for me, when he, it's... When he came back and won the Elimination Chamber? No, it was... You know, I didn't watch it that much then in the early 2000s. Um, because I was so we were in high school, so I was so much into baseball, football, all these other things, and, and more. Into, I kind of yeah, I kind of broke away. Two thousand three, got back when the Attitude Era ended. I mean, I kind of yeah. went away for a while. Um, but for me, it was HBK winning the nineteen ninety five Royal Rumble, which was his first win, which was when he entered number one, and ended and with excuse me, British Bulldog beat Bulldog. Yeah. Ended with Bulldog because I remember watching it, eight years old. And he gets thrown out of the ring. I think he's out. You know, this is when I just started watching wrestling. And actually, I think my first wrestling I had, we back in the day, there was 22 channels on Buckeye. 
Channel 21 was pay-per-view, which is where you could get you if you had a chip, the illegal chip, you could you could get all the pay-per-views. Oh, so I figured I had, you watched it scrambled. No, no, I oh. had the illegal chip. Channel 22 <laughs> was the Playboy channel. I know. Yeah, let's. I know. My brain is laughing. It wasn't. It wasn't scrambled. And uh, but 21, uh, Channel 21, I could watch all WCW and all WWE, and I was spoiled as a kid for five years because I could watch two pay-per-views a month that I thoroughly enjoyed. And my first pay-per-view I ever watched and had. I have it somewhere. I can find it if I can find all my videotapes. My first one, I recorded all these. And thankfully, my dad did that, you know, awesome, recorded everything for me. My first one was 94 Starcade. But uh, the first thing that was big for me, I was all about Shawn Michaels. I remember when they came to Toledo in 95, 96. I remember watching, like, my dad always would, we'd stand in line. Back in the day, you had to stand in line to get tickets at, you know, the sports arena downtown. The box office, yep. And we went down there. And Dad's like, where do you want to sit? I said, on the railing. I want to slap their hands, you know, do all that thing. And I remember just always looking back, and Sean, back in his crazy day, would always peek out the door and, like, laugh and go, I'm like, there's Sean Michaels. There's Sean Michaels, Dad. He's like, I don't give a shit. Where's Sable? Where's Sonny? Where's all these people? <laughs> he didn't care. He just cared about the divas. But when they would come out, he'd pep right up and stand on the rail with me. And I remember that was the first thing got to touch Shawn Michaels' hand. It was cool. Bret Hart's hand. It was cool to see all those guys, Undertaker, everybody. So that's like when they the, would all like come the to Toledo. Brandon when uh, John Cena drove by sort of thing? Yes. Were you in shock? Yes. And you I know, think his mouth is still open to this day, as legend has it, yeah. when he saw Cena. And, and uh, Undertaker, I remember the main event at one of those at a house show was Undertaker and Bret Hart, which was awesome back then. And, you know, being that close, being on the rail, being in the first two rows, always awesome to see. And just growing up, it was a lot different than than it is now to get that close. We've had front row at house shows. Um, Kenny was with me one time. We were sitting in the front row at a house show, and I was with ex-wife Kenny and ex-wife's dad. And I remember Randy Orton kept eyeing my ex-wife, and I'm like, all right, I can't kick this dude's ass, but what the hell is going on here? And he just kept looking at her, and she's like, he's posing for me. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, I can't compete with this. So eventually, Cena's like, he's chewing gum. Cena's punching him. He clocks him. He spits his gum behind him, lands basically next to her lap, and Kenny, and it falls to the side. Kenny's like, get the gum! He yells to get the gum, and she picks it up, puts it in a pill bottle. Told her we should have sold it on eBay, but she ended up forgetting she had it in her purse in a pill bottle, and it molded and had to throw it away. Did Randy shake her hand? <laughs> yes. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, figured so. I remember Cena came by, and we slapped his hands. and, and, and That was me and you. What? The Cena. The, it was one of them. We were sitting there, and Cena came. Cena and Triple H, I think. Maybe it was. Maybe it was Orton. I can't remember. I was there for one of them. You that were, was the water bottle in the front row. Either were you in the front row? Yeah, myself or Kelly, um, you know, got the water bottle on that. Yeah, one. I I can't remember what, but I remember like reaching reaching hands out, and and uh, that Cena's hand like just it engulfs your entire hand. Yeah, you and, think you have big hands until he puts his there, and he's he's got these big meat hawks, and you're just like. Oh man! I, yeah. I've shaked the Big Show's hand before, and like, oh my gosh! Like, was did did we have? Was it Kelly there or ex-wife? Who was there? Um, I can't remember. It was a while ago. So it was ex-wife. Maybe it was ex-wife. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I can't remember. Well, no, we went to didn't we went to we went to a, a raw last year with with uh, we went to a raw last year with with Kelly and Brandon was there. I can't remember. I think it was in Detroit when we went last year. Yeah, I didn't go. But you weren't there for that. No. They. Oh well. Either way, we she, we went to. Was that SmackDown last year? 
Uh, I can't remember where we went. Oh, we went Brandon to, and his wife were there. I've gone to SmackDown the last three times they've been to well, Toledo. Well, you, so. you, me, ex-wife, and your wife went to Fastlane when uh, we we got the comp tickets when I had to hook up with WWE and got the comp tickets. I can yeah. still get those, by the way. Um, but we went to Fastlane and saw AJ Styles when he first came around and, and fought Jericho. It had, Jericho. Yeah, it had to be ex-wife because that would have been the same time that we went down to uh, Columbus as well in the snowstorm. That's I'm pretty sure that's why you guys got divorced yeah that whole snow i'm surprised surprised brandon didn't divorce you that day too he's freaking out in the back seat <laughs> holding on to anything he could were you were you riding shotgun um i think yeah i yeah, was I was, I was like i just didn't we care were like we need a gas station eh, bad like, we'll be all right yep but uh so to get back on track the the that best wrestling moment so he wins it i thought you know he i thought he lost and then he comes back in and knocks bulldog out raises his hand i'm like oh my god he won it was the greatest thing in the world for me um he there was nothing like it when I was watching it. He went on to to face Diesel at WrestleMania 11. Diesel had Pam Anderson, and then Sean had Jenny, Jenny McCarthy, McCarthy and and Psycho Sid. He ended up losing to Diesel, but as we know, he won the Rumble next year again, and then he ended up beating Bret Hart uh, uh, for the titles in an Iron Man match in overtime. So yep. that was the the best moment for me. Um, Something I added to this before we, we go off is just on the fly. I want you to think on the fly. So as, as we've got, uh, you know, the, the pay-per-view tomorrow, on the fly, what is the greatest match you can think of on the fly? Anybody, anybody, anybody? Greatest match ever? Yeah, on the fly. Just think on the fly. It doesn't have to be your favorite of all time. Greatest match? I think it was a, a the greatest match I think. Uh, it was a Raw against uh, Michaels and Cena. They went it, for an hour. It was after WrestleMania 24. Yeah, it, was it? No, it wasn't 20. It was 23. I don't know, he, but they went he an lost hour. to Cena, I believe, because yeah, yeah. 24 he beat uh, Flair. They gave them to the last hour of Monday Night Raw, and it was it was amazing. That and he beat him with sweet chin music and just fell on him. It was the the coolest, one of the greatest matches I've seen. That was, that is a great one. Um, this is not the WWE Network, so I can mention this guy, but uh, Benoit beating Triple H and HBK at WrestleMania 20. Like I said, one of my favorite pay-per-views. It's also one of my favorite matches. Triple Threat match was an amazing match. You have three probably of the top ten performers of all time. Performers, um, not people, performers. Um, and, and Benoit winning was awesome. That was the same night Eddie retained, and they both won. That was really cool. But that match was a match that he had no business winning. Just of, No one thought he was going to win. Everyone thought it was going to be a Triple H or HBK. And, you know, he's thrown in there winning the Royal Rumble uh, that year in 04. Was an absolutely amazing match. I loved it. You know, he totally deserved a win. And that was one of my favorites. Go back and watch that match, actually. It's, it's so underrated. And I think it went like 32 minutes. Um, and I think he ended up beating Triple H, actually clean. HBK was about, I think, a quarter of a second away from stopping it, too. It was pretty cool. And this isn't my my greatest match. Uh, I'd have to really think about it. But on the fly, uh, give me, and because tomorrow is hell in the cell, give me Undertaker, Mankind, even though they will both say it was not their the best hell in the cell match, that match was absolutely insane. When Foley went off, gets thrown off onto the announce table, and then they're up on the top, and he fell through the cage, which was not supposed to happen. No. As much as people talk about it, it was not supposed to happen. He was It was supposed to eventually break through and him hang on there and dangle and then roll over into the ring. 
but he fell unconscious in and he was you know eyes in the back of his head Tooth a went bit. through his nose. And that was worse than him actually being thrown off. He said, "Yeah, it was worse." And be, of, and he said, it's "Stiff," but uh, and he didn't expect to land. It was so quick, and he said, "If he would have landed properly, he'd probably be dead." And a lot yeah. of people thought he was dead. Yeah, you know, and and the fact that he continued that match, went through with the thumbtacks. Did everything else, and they talk a little bit about it later. Not that match, but in another match they had with Thumbtacks, he's you know he asked Taker, he's like, hey, did did I use the tax? And he's like, that was yeah. When he, I was gonna say, look at your arm. (laughs) When he when he goes to the back, yeah, he asked. He goes, oh no no, that's I think that was a Bruce thing. I think he heard. He goes back to Bruce and says, I'm sorry, I missed the Thumbtack spot. Yeah, it was the same match. Yeah, and and he's like, he's like, he's like, Mick, like, look at yourself. They're they're everywhere. And he goes, oh okay. Because that's how out of it he was from that. I mean, the first fall obviously was huge, but the second fall was the one that really did a lot of the damage. I mean, the concussion, the nose, or, you know, the tooth through the nose, that was all on that fall. I mean, you're falling onto a ring that's like these tables that we're sitting on right now, you know. There's not much give like, you know, they have now. So it's that was pretty intense. But, yeah, definitely that's one of the best. I think we need to do... Um, maybe not the next episode, but maybe in a couple, like our top five matches, and actually get let's research into it and get some good stuff instead of just doing it on the fly. Because I think that could be we could just have a whole show just on matches, just on like the top five best matches ever, and maybe get some uh, you know get some feedback from Jason and see what his are, see if he has any advice he wants to not advice, but any comments he wants to throw so, in. So so let's do that. This is episode ten. So let's do that for, let's remember this. Uh, Barry might need to write it down. Episode 14. That will be uh, in a couple weeks. So let let that be. All it is going to be is, uh, you know, we might highlight the Super Show real fast and just do our picks for that. But let's have that be um, the, because will it be the Super Show? No, it might be the week after that. So, yeah, in two weeks we'll do top five matches for all of us. Let's get Jason's top five matches. We'll reveal those as well. And and I have right in here in wrestling history. So it doesn't have to be WWE. It can, it can be, be anything. anything. And 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 I want to know why it was because I want us each to give reasons why it was our top five favorite. Because I know a lot of us are going to differ. You know, Bear might have stuff from 01 to 05. I might not have much from there. Um, Jason's we'll going to have five ECW matches. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's okay. And I'll probably have none. So it, 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 you know, it is what it is. I might have three or four Shawn Michaels, Matt. You know, it, yeah. it's just how it is for me. And Brandon will have five Stone Cold matches. <laughs> Stone Probably. Cold against The Rock one. Stone Cold against The Rock two. Stone Cold against no, The not, Rock three. Not three because that's when he loses. Yeah, that's when he loses. So four and True. seven, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So Jason, do that for in a couple weeks. Uh, next week, give us some topics. The week after that, don't worry about topics. Just give us your top five favorite matches. Let's hear them. Uh, in a couple weeks for that, and we'll remind you next week. So, uh, anything else from you guys for wrestling? No, just obviously if you guys have, you know, <laughs> this is this is the first wrestling-only one that we're doing, so if anyone out there in listening land has anything to give us, you know, on Twitter, at OTL Sports Pod, give us some, you know, we don't have to get feedback necessarily. Ask us questions. We'll go through and answer your questions. Give us your top five matches. Give us your top five theme songs. Whatever you want to give us, let us know because we like this wrestling thing. We like to sit there and talk about it. So Twitter, at OTL Sports Pod, Facebook, Over the Line Sports Podcast. I didn't tell you this, and so I'll mention our sponsors real quick too. Um, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, get those leaves coming. Get them down on this wonderful fall day. And, uh, you know, call them, 419-704-5471. Sean, mention over the line, Sports Podcast, give you a discount. 
I'll wear clothing. So I didn't tell you guys about this. He will essentially do anything for us. I have this great idea for a shirt, and I want to know what you guys think. I want it to be like the old NWO shirt, but just be OTL, over the line. Sideways. We can do it however we want. I'm I'm just saying like the front where it was black, it had the white, and it was just the box that said NWO, New World Order on the bottom, so it could be OTL, over the line. I think it'd be pretty neat to have. And then in and then in three months we'll get red ones and we'll be the OTL Wolf Pack. It'll just be me. It'll, like just be it. me. it'll just be me and you and Brandon can still be in the regular NWO. Wolf Pack Wolfpack all the way. So uh, as always, thank you all for listening to this wrestling show. This actually went longer than I thought it would. Um, a little over an hour, so we got Notre Dame to catch up with today. We've got Ohio State today. We've got UT today. Uh, you know, go Rockets, go Buckeyes, and screw Notre Dame. Go Irish. Yeah, I'm, UT starts here in about an hour, so i got to get the hell out of here. All right, so as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no, good night. I just said i got to get out of here. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs>